This is a Rooster Teeth production. Rooster Teeth is sponsored by ExpressVPN. You can help keep your private information private using ExpressVPN. Check them out at expressvpn.com slash rooster. Thanks, ExpressVPN. We appreciate the support. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Brian. Shoot, I forgot the order already. I'm Brian. <laughs> you did great. I'm Barbara. <laughs> and I'm Gus. Welcome back, everyone. It's uh, We're back from the holiday break. Everyone's uh, rested, we're relaxed. We're back from re- the day. <laughs> ready to podcast. Back to life. <laughs> That's what it's know. called. That's what the RT podcast is going to be called in 2021. RT podcast, back to life. Back to life. Yep. No more, no more, no bullshit. Chicken McNuggets, uh, no more bullshit. Back to Man. basics. So, you know, I bitch about this every year. I'm going to bitch about it again. Squirrels. Um, no, one of my neighbors launches fireworks, which is whatever. But they were still launching them last night, like at 1230 in the morning. <laughs> I'm laying in bed. <laughs> I have that woken too. Because I hear yep. fireworks. Yep. It's like, what the fuck are you doing that you bought this many fireworks that you still have them? <laughs> and you like you could have launched them at any time earlier in the evening. I didn't hear any all night until I get until I'm lying in bed at 1230 in the morning and the fucking fireworks go off. But I will say this. So I've been. I've been having to listen to this for uh, several years now, like always Fourth of July and uh, and the week before and the week after and New Year's Eve and the week before and week after these people like launching fireworks. So I'm laying in bed last night. I hear the fireworks go off. I open my eyes like, fuck, here we go again. It was like, like 1230 on the dot. And then like at 1231, they start launching more. And I'm looking at my ceiling. And as I'm staring at my ceiling, I see red and blue flashing lights. And I hear the chirp of a police car. Karma. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think there must have been, Like, normally the police never come out if you, if you call for a fireworks order. They must have just been driving down the road and thought, what kind of asshole launches fireworks at 1230 in the morning? They probably just, like, chirp their lights at them to make them stop. Wait, and what night did you say this was? This was last night. Oh, okay. Because at first I, was, I thought you were talking about New Year's Eve. And I was like, well, yeah, they're going to launch them at 1230 because no. New Year's is at... Midnight, no, no. and they're just gonna keep going. No, this was last night, January third, or the morning of January fourth. Yeah, Look, that's the guy's really excited that twenty twenty is over. Let him, <laughs> let him be happy. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's too many days after, though. You're right. that's like leaving your Christmas tree up in April. That's yeah. that's just too. You waited, you waited too. Three nights, no, like the second. Okay, maybe they January fourth is the April of fireworks. That's right. It's got a. It's just got a shorter. It's a. Life. It's like a human years versus dog years. Like there's such yeah. a weird discrepancy yeah, yeah. between the exactly. Two. They actually started uh, launching them on Christmas Eve, December twenty fourth. So I had a solid ten days of uh, of fireworks so far. So I'm hoping that last night was it that they're done with uh, with the fireworks until. The end of June. Do you know the guy? Uh, no, I, I know. I never know exactly where it is. Like, if I look out my window, I can see the direction it's in, but it's not like on my street. It's like a <laughs> maybe the street behind, maybe the street behind that. Like, I don't know. I don't want to get in my car and go out there and look for them. There's no point in doing that. But it's like it's somewhere back behind my house. I don't know where. But I, it, it looks cool. <laughs> on New Year's Eve, I was like, yeah, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, can you see fireworks in your neighborhood? Like we stepped outside yeah. uh, right at midnight when and and stepped outside. It was like the fall of Baghdad or something. It was like <laughs> everywhere I looked, just it was like it was cool though. It was like a free three minute show. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I honestly expected there to be a lot of people lighting fireworks in their own neighborhoods because of the pandemic. Of course, people aren't going to like a location to all watch it together. So I thought there would be like a lot more neighborhood fireworks than there were. Surprise. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I thought I probably thought the same thing as well. Um, you know, did they, was there even if the city didn't launch any fireworks, right? Even if you couldn't go, there was no like official fireworks display. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so either. I assume they didn't want to bring a load of people together. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we we bought some, and my favorite was called the Naughty Dog. And it was a hunched over dog, like looking like it was about to take a shit. And you lit the fuse was right in his ass. And so you light it and it made a few sparks. But the real uh, the real sort of star of the show was this ash just came out of its bottom. So it just looked like it was just taking a giant shit. Oh, so it didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't move. Uh, <laughs> it literally just had ash coming out of its ass for like 30 seconds. I'm, I'm watching a YouTube video of one right now. Yeah. It, yeah, that's a bad dog. It just shit all over that rock. Yeah, no, it's exactly <laughs> what you think it would be. Yeah. I feel like launching fireworks from the ground is a waste because not as many people can see them. If you launch them down at Earth <laughs> from space, I think more people would be able to see them and you'd get more bang for your buck. It's like the theory behind detonating nuclear weapons in the air like doing air bursts above a city as opposed to having it explode on the ground <laughs> yeah more people get affected <laughs> so are you are you trying to say that someone should fly up into the air and launch fireworks from the sky like yeah someone... straight down yeah i'm sure that'll be really cheap to do and very <laughs> how would they do that like would you like get a skydiver to go up there and like as he's no, jumping just... like three two one. <laughs> you just have a plane go up like forty thousand feet and drop just one ginormous firework, and then multiple cities will be able to see it. But and you can't take matches on, on a plane. Batches. <laughs> Why would they be lit on fire? It's not going to land on the ground. I mean, it will, but not lit. They'll be dispersed and go out. They did that one time. I remember as a kid, uh, they did something similar to that. What do you, do you not remember? It was called the Challenger, and everybody oh, saw it. Oh. And it was... <laughs> They the more drones, get, the better. They should just get Elon Musk to send up one of his rockets because it's going to blow up at some point. Just pack it with fireworks when it's come back when it comes back down. It, they never land accurately. I don't think they launch them at night though. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> You'd be awake. Yeah. What's well, so the rocket like early morning? Right? What, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, they can do a lot nighttime launch. I mean, space is dark. They don't need daylight to, <laughs> exactly. to take off. Exactly. I like how the weather always has to be soap. Oh, there is a shitting dog. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, a naughty. Yep, that's it. Yep. It uh, it had some spicy food. My God. And and we're groaning, but I assure you, children love it. Like that is no joke I've ever told. Kills do, as much as that firework. Do do you make your kids clean up after that dog after it's done? <laughs> like no, go get a, get a plastic bag and pick that up. <laughs> I do make. I did make them clean up all the paper. You know the debris or whatever after. And they yeah. didn't like it because they're lazy. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not the fun part. The fun part's blowing shit up, and then it's like, oh, now we got to be responsible and clean it up. Right, and that's why you have kids, so they can do a bad job of cleaning up after. You. How many kids do you have, mm -hmm. Ryan? Uh, three. You have three kids? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. not used to having people I work with have multiple children. Like, there's a few that have, like, one, maybe two. 
Yeah, you that's a smart. That's a smart number. Just, just <laughs> cut it off there, and yeah, after that, it just gets out of control. Yeah, you lose track. <laughs> that's right. Damn, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Which yeah, one's your favorite? They're starting to <laughs> none of them. I mean, I would like to say one stands out, but they really don't. But they are getting <laughs> the way you phrased that made it sound like you didn't like any of them. Yeah, exactly. no, that was that was intentional. I think that's the oh, joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are getting to the age to where they're like uh, competitive at video games, though. Now, like definitely like Smash and things like that. I have to like really like try hard to beat the oldest. So. Mm. Yeah. How old is the but, oldest but now? Ten. What? Ten. So I was gonna ten. Guess. So classic, like gaming. You know, when yeah. you're when you're in your prime, kind of, you're starting yeah. to hit that stride. They're they're gonna go pro any day now. I mean, they're at that perfect age before yeah. they get old and decrepit. Like you us. joke, right. but that's like totally true. Like there are oh, yeah. like tweens and and like young kids who are going pro in these. I guess I, like esports things. I read one time in like school, and I don't know if this is right, but that you see and hear your best when you're ten. So it, I guess it's all downhill from there. But yeah, I can't like I can't button mash my way to victory anymore. Mm. So that that blows. God, I don't... can't wait to see the the new uh, NFL league filled with ten year olds. <laughs> <laughs> don't humans suck? Like the the rapid yes. decrease of our health and sanity and bodies after like 25 like everything well, is just I like i think there's a good reason why people just used to die in their 30s because yeah like, yeah they started to give it, and now we've just prolonged it by so like 200 percent, and uh it's not great it's just all slowly downhill the whole time yeah it's, yeah, tell uh, me about it it's quite crazy i was thinking about it the other day i was like do we really just get like 25 to 30 like good strong healthy years like in all your entire life like that's what you get and then everything else is just like downhill unless you're like yeah george clooney or somebody who can yeah, yeah just sort of stay some people can i think just hang out at that zone where they look 45 forever until they're like 80 and well, he's I like think, i think having enough money to be able to like eat really well right. have like personal chefs and totally, trainers yeah. and people whose job it is to make you look good yes. makes that kind of thing a lot easier Absolutely. and also yeah. access to like the best treatments and skincare and like all that stuff that you could ask for that also right. like stuff that's not available to the general public yet i mm -hmm. assume like yeah covid vaccines right <laughs> totally yeah the the state of texas announced that i don't know how they announced it they announced it like while we were on break that the next segment of the population was now eligible to receive covid vaccines and they announced it like on their website after hours or something and they didn't give any pharmacies or hospitals a heads up <laughs> like the information just dropped and i saw it like on the austin subreddit that was like hey apparently almost everybody can get a covid vaccine now and of course <laughs> everyone just starts calling every pharmacy like to the point where pharmacies are putting on their website like don't call us we don't know what's going on that's it's a recipe have... for riots yeah right yeah. it's like when the the gay agent is bored in group one and then gets bored and just boards all the other groups without even really looking Kevin, that is my fucking pet peeve i cannot <laughs> tell you enough the one time i got upgraded and i was group two i was so excited because it's the highest group i'd ever been and they're like all right, uh, group one, you're you're uh, free to board now. They start boarding, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, group two and group three. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> Sorry. I get there mad. Was, there... I get mad when they let the military go ahead of me. It's like I got all these kids. I got like three kids here. This is way harder. Come on. You just you have your little sack with you. You just have your little rucksack. 
I got like a stroller to deal with. Come on. You get pre-boarding if you got a stroller, don't you? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always giving you parents stink eye when I'm sitting there like, I don't have any kids. Where's, yeah, where's my priority boarding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can lie and like, oh, look, he's sick. Get one of them to start coughing or something. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can work it. I will say the worst way to travel uh, is if you're on crutches. I was on crutches one time for a flight because uh, I had like sprained my ankle that day. So I had no other choice. Uh, and trying to handle like a backpack and a carry-on bag while also uh, crutching yourself. Uh, I just like ended up wow. like 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 hitting the bag with my crutch every couple Ugh. steps <laughs> just to like yeah. get it across and then like getting onto the plane and sitting and trying to get them up there like up in people's bags and stuff like that it's fucking this, a I'm, nightmare i'm picturing like the beginning of an infomercial where it's like you're struggling <laughs> with all this stuff and it's like has this ever happened to you yeah. <laughs> that, I, that was me that was me in that moment i felt like so pathetic and useless and luckily like some people ended up helping me put my bag up and stuff like that but i was surprised no one offered to help me like pull my bag through the terminal and stuff like that i guess people are weird about other people's bags but yeah yeah they just don't want to get involved either. Yeah. Like, cause like they don't want you, they don't want to go with you to gate 20, like on the other side. You know what I mean? Like they got to go this way. Like, uh, she'll, she'll be fine. Somebody else will help her. And <laughs> nobody else. does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember just speaking of people's bags in an airport years ago, like pre September 11th. It was probably, it was probably in the late 90s. I saw this episode of 2020 where they had like one of their reporters go to the, airport in las vegas with like this is before you know before september 11th you could walk up to the gate if you didn't have a ticket so you would like walk you walked up to the gate with a taped up box and was trying to convince <laughs> people who were about to fly if they could take the box for him to their destination <laughs> and it was shocking how many people were like oh yeah sure i'll take your box for you oh yeah. my god but even like at that even in 2001 like bombs and airplanes were still a thing like yeah, that they had hijackers and stuff yeah yeah, yeah like it, that's so weird to me that that it was just like not an issue. Yeah, it's, it's, it was such a weird thing. Like, it, was, it was so weird. I remember it to this day. I was like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> like, this could be someone you're sitting next to. It's like, yeah, I'll take a random weird stranger box on my on the flight. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, it's ticking, but I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. What could possibly be in the box? Like, what would you ever stick on a plane without going yourself? Well, I think that what, like the, what what their story was that they uh, needed it was like a present or something they needed to get to like a family <laughs> member and they needed to get it there same day or like they had some contrived story about it. Yeah, can't yeah. Even, I can't. I just can't imagine like driving all the way to the airport to do that. Just FedEx it or something. Well, you're thinking rationally, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could could you not one day stuff like overnight stuff back then? No, uh, it was like a pain in the ass. Yeah. It was probably like fifty bucks or something. I also crazy. Yeah. don't think this the was test back of... into six to eight weeks for, before delivery. Like, <laughs> yeah, the good old days. I I also don't think this was a test of asking people to take a box on a plane for them and waiting to see if they would go. Why can't you just do overnight delivery? Like that wasn't the test. Of what this was. <laughs> How many people will come up with a more rational way to ship this box in one Dude, day? Dude, haven't you haven't you heard of Amazon? What do you mean the bookseller? No, what, yeah. what, what do they have to? Do <laughs> It's funny how much shit changes. Like, uh, I don't remember exactly when that aired. I mean, Amazon may not have even may not have even existed at that point. But uh, like, I bet you know back then you couldn't you know print up. You couldn't go to their website. Like, if you went to FedEx, you couldn't go to the FedEx. You couldn't you couldn't print a label. You couldn't you know figure it out for yourself. You probably had to go to a store somewhere and uh, and deal with all of that. But 
it, it, it's just weird how much of that, how much, how quickly that stuff changes. I was recently also rewatching some of the early seasons of The Amazing Race. And like in season one, you know, they have everyone at the starting line and they're like, all right, everyone go. And like everyone runs for a payphone. It's like, what the, like, how old is this show? Like, for everyone's first instinct is to run to a payphone and call the airline to find out if there are seats available on a plane. <laughs> it's like, is this the 50s? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell am I watching? I wouldn't even know I, where to find a payphone nowadays. They've taken them all down. Yeah, there aren't any. I've got to go get my, I've got to go reserve this airline ticket and call in this news story to the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This episode of the Rich Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, when you're ready to build your own website, it's easy with Squarespace from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run a business. Squarespace has a bunch of really cool features. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work, blog, publish content, sell products or services. They even offer email campaigns, analytics, and search engine optimization tools to help optimize the searchability of your site. It's great for artists, photographers, designers, cooks, performers, trainers, even weddings. All kinds of people use Squarespace. They give you the ability to customize the look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. Uh, see how your visits, unique visitors, and page views trend over time. You know I love data. Uh, gain insight into the top traffic sources, products, device types, browsers, operating systems by visit. Uh, you can head over to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using the code roosterteeth. So head over, let them know that we sent you. Uh, get to making your very own website with Squarespace. Yeah, it's, uh, shit changes. Uh, smartphones are, are really like the best invention ever. I'm so happy that we have those now. I feel like there wasn't a grand, like there wasn't a giant party when they became a thing. I feel like they just like oozed out and like slowly became normal. But how is it not so amazing that you could go on the internet on your phone? I feel I mean, like I guess... that, that should have been the biggest news of all time. Well, it kind of was. It was a big it deal. Was, just they were yeah. super expensive. People weren't used to paying for phones when the iPhone came out. When smartphones came out, it was like it was crazy that they were charging like six or seven hundred bucks for it. And I mean, yeah, nowadays, it was a you know, deal. They way more. I, yeah, I remember like two thousand seven. I think when the iPhones came out, it was like a deal if you had one, and everybody wanted to sort of hold it and see it. But then, like, I, I feel like six months later, everyone had one, or it was like it got adopted really quickly. It also wasn't mm -hmm. like an immediate like going from a phone with texting to like this magical phone. Like I feel like there was a gradual ramp up from other like previous phones before the iPhone. Yeah, like there was having snake first. certain yeah. like games <laughs> or like internet capabilities that they had. Like didn't, wasn't there a phone mm -hmm. that had just like a browser or something like that? Yeah, I had a sidekick and that had a web browser built into it. Yeah, and so aim. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And texting funny, original, was around, yeah. The original iPhone didn't have an app store. So it, no. it was just like what was on it was what you had. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Even though it had like the same layout of apps, there would just be like a gap at the bottom. <laughs> be like, oh, you couldn't have just like evened them all out. <laughs> that is weird to think about. Like, I guess you could have deleted some apps. Could you even delete apps? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think you could yeah. back then. Yeah, I think it was just I like it's it on the like, phone. There could have been yeah. local apps, I guess, like for the carrier. So there may have needed to be room. I don't know. And you couldn't multitask, so it was like if you you have to close up your email and then go to the iPod. Like you, there wasn't mm. it wasn't all at the same time either. Yeah, yeah. Super and we cool. Were, and we could all see better, and our bodies were all much better back then. That's. <laughs> How old were you in two thousand seven? I was eighteen. 
Yeah, I was 19. <laughs> yeah. God, what a time uh, to be alive. 2007. I was, I, feeling I was good. almost the same age you are now when it was Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it disturbs me that I met Gus when he was younger than I am now. Like, yes. I think you were 28 when I met you. Uh, was I, No, I would have been 27. Somewhere around there. 26, 27. Okay. Uh, but yeah. that's even worse. Fuck. Because <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, you're the same though. You've all, you're, you've, you're a grown up, but you've always been a grown up, even when you were 26. I was a grown up when I was like five. I've been I've been shaving for a long time. <laughs> you just had that personality, like you were yeah. always like respect. Yeah, yeah. I have friends like that. Yeah, it it was it was a ton of fun. It really gets you a lot of friends when you're a kid. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the guy wondering if we should call our parents before we do this. Yeah. Oh, man. I one time I had to go to the, in when we were in third grade. I had to school had started like everyone got there in the morning the the first bell rang like at eight in the morning or whatever and our teacher wasn't there and i was the one who went to the office to tell the office that we didn't have a teacher <laughs> <laughs> the whole class was trying to stop me <laughs> that was, so yeah that was a that was a i wonder why people didn't like me back then it's really weird so what Surprising. was your what did you just want to learn I just i didn't it just felt weird, like it wasn't normal if there wasn't a teacher there. I was that way too. I was a rule follower. Yeah. Right. Like one time my rules. my gym teacher thanked me in high school for helping her with the role, like take role every day. <laughs> it's like, God, so fucking lame. Even in, uh, yeah. I see you cringing thinking about it. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess you're the most trust trustworthy. Like this kid is not going to mess up the role. And I didn't. I took, you know, I took the role. She asked for help. But she would like leave the room and I would just, okay, he's here. Here's here. Okay. All right. Yep. And speaking of like one time, Barbara, you were talking about being on crutches. The mm -hmm. funnest time I ever had in high school was when I broke my foot and I got to be on crutches because there was an elevator in our high school that <laughs> only people could use if you had the crutches. Otherwise you would mm. get like, you know, detention or whatever. So everybody, and it was just an, it was a two story, a two floor elevator. It was not a big deal, but everybody wanted to ride on the elevator with you. It was like, <laughs> could it was you the get closest, people on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the closest I'll ever to be to being a VIP of any sort <laughs> that I could Man. get on this elevator. It was I fun. am so jealous because I've definitely been on crutches during high school before. I've sprained my ankle so many times and no elevator at our school. Just had to like crutch myself up the stairs yeah. while all the Hope kids were running die. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like when... those like school stairs that are like that weird, like smooth concrete. Right. Like, I don't know how extra, more people don't wipe out. Deadly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when I was in second grade, I changed elementary schools. I had to go to a different one. And on the first day of school, uh, there was another kid in my class who had a broken leg and he was on crutches and the teacher assigned me to help him. Like that was my job was for like the first six weeks of school while this kid was in a, a cast and crutches was to help him like carry his books and get around the school. And we're still friends to this day. That's the only reason we became friends is because in second grade, he had a broken <laughs> leg and I had to help him carry his books. It's like one of the people I've known the longest in my life is just because he broke his leg and the teacher told me to help him. Maybe he well, still yeah. feels indebted to you. If you, if you were responsible enough to remind them that there was no teacher in the classroom, surely you could handle <laughs> this kid and his books. Yeah. The, the I don't teacher thing. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Brian. I, I have the same, like one of my lifelong friends is kind of the same way. It was, uh, I'd moved to a new school in fourth grade 
And I just sort of like, it, I didn't really know anybody. And so my teacher called my parents and was like, he's not talking to anybody, you know, or he's just sort of sitting by himself at lunch. And uh, my parents were like, oh no. And she was like, don't worry. I, I, I know this great kid, like we'll, we'll pair him off. And uh, he was like, you know, we were very similar. We were both really into video games and we've, we've been friends ever since. Like it was, Aww. and my teacher totally just made that match. It was a good matchmaker. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Teachers should I, be I, matchmakers. I just remember how harsh kids could be to teachers. Speaking oh, of yeah. no teacher, there was once. It was like I think we we're doing cooking or something, because at, at my school we did DT, which would it could be like cooking or it could be woodwork, whatever. It would just change every term. And we had this cooking teacher that was this old woman. She must have been beyond retirement age. She must have been like very late sixties. And she left the room and it was like it was a classroom with two doors. She left the room once and one kid just got up and just locked the door behind her. <laughs> just like locked, locked her out. And she was just like, she came back and she was like trying the handle. Tiny little woman. And she was like, open the door. And then she, she just went around to the other door. The guy unlocks that door and locks that one. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh. Then she went around to the other one again. And then she just disappeared off. I never saw her again. <laughs> that was the last time I ever saw her. I, I, like, I'm not convinced she didn't just leave her job and retire. Did you still have classes left? Yeah, we and just had just... a different teacher from that point on. Oh my god. Wow. That kid bullied her out of her profession. Yeah, y'all ran her off. Yeah, I bet she would just she just tried the door for the third time and thought, I think I I think I'm done. I, I think, think I had enough of this. I think it's not. I've hit my it. limit. Yeah. <laughs> When I was in middle school, uh, I did not have this. I want to preface this by saying I was not in this class. I did not have this teacher. Um, but there was one science teacher who would get bullied by the students and they would lock him in the supply closet in his room. Oh, no. Uh, I was like, how, what is going on in that classroom that, like, it's anarchy that the children have taken over. Like, the adult who's supposed to be in charge has lost all authority and power, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, the, the kid, it's, it's like Lord of the Flies at right. that point. Like the kids have firmly taken over. Like, And it wasn't like a one-off thing. It was something that would happen regularly. <laughs> and it's like, man, I'm, how, what is happening in that class? Yeah, like have they established a new system of government now? Or like are they sort of <laughs> teaching their own lessons now? What are they learning? Or what, is, what are they doing for that Who are they going to vote off the island? You yeah. got to wait to see. I, I feel like I never got in trouble for doing anything bad i i did get in trouble for doing absolutely nothing a lot though like i remember there was this because i went to a quite a small school there were a lot of rooms that were shared like you'd do multiple lessons in there and i think it was like graphic design or something and it, and the room had a closet and the teacher was very clear he was like never go in this closet this is for teachers only it should remain locked at all times if i ever see one of you in there it's gonna be big trouble i, I maybe they had chemicals in there or something for something else and then in a different class, in the same room, a, a different teacher told me to get something out of there. And I remember thinking, like, <laughs> I'm not supposed to go in there. And he was like, yeah, just take the key, get this, here's where it is. And I was just like... I don't have right. the security clearance to do this. <laughs> in, in the back of that closet was a window. And I was in there, like, finding this thing. The teacher who screamed oh, at us all no. not to ever be in there walked past and then, oh, like, popped God. back. And I was just like... And I just saw him. <laughs> he just came running, and then he came storming into the room. He's like, 
get out of this room and i was like i was i was like freaking out he was like me and him in the closet he was just screaming and spitting in my face and i just remember thinking that is just really unfortunate timing i've been put <laughs> in this position by someone else i'm getting bollocked the only reason i didn't get detention is because the other teacher was like no i told him to. yeah and, but your and greatest his, fear his response his response to that was oh okay oh no, my god apologize. did he apologize like, to you screaming in my no it was the right bastard why was he trying to keep you out of there I don't know what he was stashing in there. I don't know what he had. Maybe some, maybe a Probably secret drug cook or something. Illegal things on his yeah. computer. Yeah. In in chat, Fofo Fofo says that was his drug closet. Yeah, mm -hmm. doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, we had surprise me. Yeah, we had a a closet like that in my chemistry lab, where it's like you weren't supposed to go in there. There were. Like, so that's where all the chemicals were, right? Like all the things you do experiments with and you know, it was like acid and um, like all kinds of real things that could really hurt you. Then for some reason, the last day of school, our teacher was like, yeah, you can go in there, look around if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed in all year. Then the last day it was like, oh, okay. Then we, we like, everyone went in. It's like, yeah, this is really dangerous. None of us should be in here. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they do that in the first place as a learning experience to be like, yeah, see, like, this is dangerous. You don't want to be in here. Okay. It's yeah. just crazy how differently you, I guess, like like a situation like that back then i was shitting my pants and i probably spent the rest of the day reliving that that guy screaming in my face <laughs> just because like that was you don't really know a lot you don't you don't have the wisdom now i'd be like shut up you old bastard I really told <laughs> yeah, i'm to sure that would have resulted here. in a really great experience <laughs> yeah. for you <laughs> yeah instead i probably nearly cried and just went quietly sat down afterwards slunk away did you guys yeah. ever like do really stupid shit in high school just to make your friends laugh like was that something oh, that yeah. you were known for yeah i i used to do this thing and i don't know how it became so funny and why we did it all the time because it was really stupid and dangerous but i had a friend who some of you guys know named Brittany. she would fucking lose her shit every time I would run full speed into these gym doors that were closed and just body slam myself against the door. And she oh would God. like crack up every time. And I'm like, I could have broken a shoulder or something like this. Cause I'm just like full speed running at this thing just to make her laugh. Just stupid shit like that all the time. But it was working. So you did it. Yeah, it exactly. You know, laugh. I have a very small audience. I got to do something <laughs> before yeah. YouTube. Always yeah. an entertainer. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny thinking back about school. I was, I was looking up my old high school for some reason. I think Esther and I were talking about, uh, our, our high schools and I was looking it up and I showed her like a photo of it, like in Google street view. And she was like, what's that? I was like, oh, that's the security guard station. She's like, you had a security guard station. And I was like, have I not told you that the high school I went to was essentially a prison? Like there was a separate security outpost uh where all the security guards were guard towers right <laughs> like it was on the <laughs> perimeter uh and i guess like someone ran their car into it and like knocked it over uh this past year anyway it was i i went to a terrible terrible school that nobody so your school had like had set to. set entrances and exits you couldn't just like stroll out mm -hmm. from anywhere right like even coming onto the campus there were set checkpoints that you had to go through and this was like before school shootings and shit, right? Like there were no metal detectors at the school or anything like that. It's like there were checkpoints to even get on the campus and then um, I guess like different doors to get into the building itself. Damn. Different, Damn. different times. Yeah. They would have it really was... flipped out if you had gone into the wrong supply closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would have, they would have not. <laughs> there would have been more than just yelling. Uh -uh. Well, one time, actually, now that I think about it, someone actually showed up 
to my high school with a gun once, like in 94. And uh, like one student tried to shoot another student, but they struggled over the gun and like ended up shooting the ceiling and no one got hurt. And I don't think anything happened to that student. I think they just took her gun. It was a, it was a female student. I think they just took her gun away. Like, I think they didn't even, like, expel her or anything. Oh, oh my God. They were, they what? Texas rules. <laughs> they were like, no, you, we told you, you can't bring that gun to school anymore. Yeah. We're taking it from you. <laughs> Until the end of the school day, and then it needs to stay at home. <laughs> you need what? to keep it in your locker during school day. Right. All right. Don't I love have how, many, how many countries there are on earth where that person would still be in prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. It, got, oh, it changed a lot, like, after Columbine, though, because I remember going, like, to pick up my little sister who was, like, in high school, and I graduated, and I, I feel like I was in college at this point or maybe even older, and I just went in. I just went into the building to get her. Cause it was time. And then just, I was mobbed by security and just like, where are you? You need to go to the office and, you know, go to the office and get the pass or something. I did not get the pass. It was kind of terrifying. Actually. They were like, <laughs> like flipping out. They're like this old guy's here for some reason. <laughs> What's he doing? He's asking for a specific student. This can't be good. <laughs> yeah. He's got a stroller with him. Just listen to him. All right. He needs extra assistance. That's right. That's right. This episode of the Rusty Podcast is brought to you by Gabby. Uh, we're all looking for ways to save money, right? Especially now. So let me ask you this. How would you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. Uh, this is the time of the year we go shopping for insurance. Well, Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers. Uh, I've checked out the website. I've used it myself. It's super easy to navigate and understand. Uh, gives you quick, easy quotes. compares what you already have versus what you can possibly get. It shows you how much money you could potentially save. You can just link your current insurance account and in minutes you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Uh, like I said earlier, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Uh, but it'd be nice to have that in your pocket every year, right? Uh, if they can't find you savings, they let you know so you can relax knowing you already have the best rate out there. That actually happened to me. My rates were already the best. Uh, anyway, they'll never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. You're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check. There's no obligation. Go to gabby.com slash rooster. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash rooster. Gabby.com slash rooster. So Gus, I heard you, uh, I heard you beat Cyberpunk. I beat Cyberpunk. I was, I was done. I mean... I, I, there were still more missions I could have done, but I think I was done with the game for now. I wanted it to be over. So I just I pushed through. Uh, I got to the point. I had a save at the point where it was like, if you proceed any further past here, there's yeah. no going back. Like the game's going to end. So it's like, I was like, that's it. I'm going to go there and I'm going to finish it. So I finished it. Uh, I got, I don't know how many endings there are. I I think there's like six endings or something. So I've only, I've only seen one of them. And uh, I was not happy with my ending. <laughs> That sucks. Oh, is it like you get a bad ending, like Nier Automata or uh, something, where it's just like, I, did, hey, I didn't die. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't like the story choice. I guess I didn't like okay. where it. Where it is went. there a way to? I don't know the mechanics of this game at all. Is there a way to reload from a certain save point and get a different story? Yeah, that's or kind of what ending, I was trying rather? to do. That's kind of what I was trying to do up until the point where I was done with it. I was trying to advance to the point where yeah. I was ready to finish the game in any of the ways possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I may go back and do that in the future. Like maybe once the game's patched a bit, uh, I'll go back and see the other one. See if there's the one sign like of any more. good game. I just wanted it to be over. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm getting to the point now. I I still haven't beat it, so no, we won't do spoilers or anything. Um, 
I'm like able to upgrade stuff. I think I'm level 35 or something. But I'm I'm seeing stuff in my skill trees that I don't know how to do. Like there's one that's like human shield and uh it says like while you're grappling an enemy, you have more armor and it's like a picture of a guy holding someone and having mm -hmm. I've never been able to grab someone and and hold a gun at the same time. Can you <laughs> do that? Uh, maybe you, you need the perk. I've never done that. I don't have that perk. I haven't either. I can, I can see the perk that's, that's called Human Shield, but I don't know what the base perk... Like, why can I get that if I can't do this? Like, you can grab people and choke them out and stuff. Right. Or you can hold people and shoot when they're dead or unconscious. But I don't think that's what that perk is talking about. So I'm like, why would I... What am yes, I doing? Why increases do armor by 20% when grappling an enemy. What does that mean, grappling an enemy, then? What is, the, what is the context of that in this game? I believe the actual definition of grapple is this. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? <laughs> like, is that what gra Like, what is grapple? That's grapple, right? <laughs> you gotta make the face, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. You're just like... <laughs> like if you're struggling with them like if you're down on the ground like rolling around because i think that's what grappling is it's like jujitsu stuff like ufc when they're just down. yeah I, I would so, say if i was trying to like wrestle a gun off yeah. someone that'd be grappling so I think I, I know why I thought this was grappling because I'm thinking of a, a grapple hook that's like oh. <laughs> so I'm like putting my hands like <laughs> I think maybe of that's human. That's what it does in Cyberpunk. You just you just start doing this, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's just you know, so, all my hand movement. Uh, I see a lot. I tried googling it. I see a lot of people who are very confused about it as well. And it seems to be the consensus is that you cannot shoot when you have that perk. That oh, all you do okay. is you hold them, okay. and it increases your armor, but you cannot shoot back. It's not like bad guy at the end of an 80s movie where he grabs your, your girlfriend and then, like, points the gun at you. Yeah. I mean, surely, if you've got someone, if you're holding... Wait, so it's saying when you're grabbing someone or when you're, when you're holding a body? When you're grabbing someone. Why would Grab you need more armor, then? If people are shooting at you while you're doing that, it's gone tits up anyway. Just chuck that guy and get shooted. Now, what's the point of that's the most pointless perk ever? Yeah, if his buddies are shooting at you, twenty percent is not gonna do that much <laughs> for your armor. <laughs> this comment yeah. made me crack up. Hanging frog in the chat wrote, Grapple arthritis, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to beat it, Gus? Uh I've always arthritis? Heard it's very short to <laughs> It's a lifelong I think, battle. I think I put thirty hours into it, is what I want to say. I okay. could be wrong. That's I didn't pretty good. I didn't really pay attention to the the time. I guess I'd go back and look. Was it like, did you do kind of a leisurely, do all the side quests type, uh, type of I a got, run? I, I kind of really focused on one storyline, and I got yeah. to the point where it said, if you proceed, the game's going to end. And then right. from there, I started like sidetracking and doing uh, other oh, okay. storylines right. to try to kind of flesh it out. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't say it was super focused, but it wasn't like super in-depth doing every single side quest either. And according to howlongtobeat.com, uh, the main story is 20 hours. So I would think that my 30-hour estimate is probably about right. I assume okay. doing a lot more side stuff gives you a better ending, though. Oh, I don't know. Like the true Completion ending. Completionist is 88 hours. <clears throat> oh, wow. I don't understand like, the mentality of getting a game and then wanting to complete it as fast as possible. I feel like well, I'd want to take not, if you're not my time. fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I guess if you're not having fun, but if you are having fun, like, wouldn't you want to like really stretch that out? That's what I'm doing. I'm having fun with it. I mean, I can definitely recognize how broken it is and how immersion breaking it is at time, at mm. times, and how there seems to be a lot missing that they were originally going to include. It's just a classic story of they just had to get it out, I guess. But yeah, I'm still having fun. It's 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 getting a bit samey though with all the extra stuff you have to do. There's a lot of just like find this area, clear out these people, find the piece of evidence and leave. Sort of. Well, stuff. I mean. That's like all video games, right? There's only like five missions ever. Right. <laughs> You're just like, everything's right. a variant of that. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Are there any it's escort good. quests? I don't think I, there were any escort quests that I had to do. I don't Which remember I fucking, doing any. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate escort quests. No, so. they're the worst. Yeah. What's an escort so, quest? Progress. Is that just having it's to like where escort someone? Like you have to go with? Yeah, it's like... Follow me to this thing. And you're like, oh my god. And then you grapple with them. <laughs> Excuse me. And you you run full speed into a double gym door. <laughs> all right, all right. On crutches. Okay. Sean Let's Herring just add everything. In, in chat, Sean Herring says people like grapples. <laughs> god, for the love of God. Do enough. <laughs> We're escort, done. Escort quest is when you go to backpage.com and enter <laughs> in your city name and find somebody you like. Uh, but, uh, I, 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 need, I need a rim shot sound effect on my soundboard here. I can hit anytime we have Brian on. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be badass. You do need that. Oh, oh, speaking of badass, you've watched all the Cobra Kai season three already, haven't you, Brian? Oh, hell yes. Yes. <laughs> It's it's I'm awesome. I wrote a review of it. I was so into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway through season three. I like. I didn't want to. I, I, as much as I wanted to watch it all in one sitting, I was like, no, I, I need to space it out. So I'm only on episode five right now. I, I, I wish like, they had done it like The Mandalorian and parceled it out like a week at a time, like you know the good old days. Because you I can parcel it yourself. Right. No, I can't control myself. That was what <laughs> I was gonna say. I, I I was done by January, the early morning of January second. I had finished it. Um, it's very good. It's the it's the best one yet. I think there's just there's so much like fan service and so many tangents they go on and so many like returning, you know, faces. And they, they also clearly have Netflix money now. Like YouTube Red mm. is not going to fly Daniel out to Okinawa, but like they can do that now. And so it's it's it, it feels like they're able to do more of what they want to do and just just go nuts. But yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing show. Uh, I only found it recently. I guess like during you know quarantine, maybe yeah. late summer, early fall. I watched the first two seasons. Uh, and Jeff, I'm, did I'm, Jeff I'm tell you really about it? it? I don't think so. That's how I, Jeff apparently has been watching it and loves it. He's been hyping it up to me and Trevor for a while. So I didn't uh, know that's good. how you found out. Yeah, it, no, I don't think so. It, it's also it, it you're you're seeing so much of it from Johnny's perspective and his just constant scoffing at all of Mr. Miyagi's teachings and all of the bonsai stuff and everything. It's so funny because it kind of makes Daniel look like a douche a lot of the time. <laughs> so it's just really fun to, you know, for, for Daniel not to be the squeaky clean good boy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's a it's a great show. I'm so happy. And they already, they had a trailer a couple months back, you know, for season three. And they also teased that season four is already uh, in the works as well. It's been greenlit. Oh, good. So, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's also, they did a really good job of like, I, I think introducing new characters because they're clearly trying to get 
you know, uh, focus some attention on the kids because they need somebody to do the karate and not just guys in their fifties. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but they do a good job of like it's still mostly about Daniel and Johnny. But but they they just kind of gradually they don't force the kids on you. But they're in there, but they aren't kind of the main part. I feel like it's what Star Wars should have done uh, with oh, kind yeah. of a newer cast. Yeah, it's absolutely a master class in like mm-hmm. preserving your old characters yep. and introducing new ones as well. Right. Uh, it's like you have. If, you, if you've seen the old stuff, obviously you get it. But I think you probably don't even have to have seen The Karate Kid or know shit about it. I don't it think to, so. It wasn't a complicated they, plot or no. anything. Yeah. yeah. And they have like short flashbacks if you never saw the movie that like right. gets you up to speed. You'll need to watch like a flashback <laughs> in a TV show to understand right. what's going on. You see what Johnny get saw... kicked in the head a million times. Yeah. <laughs> what if I saw The Karate Kid but the Jaden Smith version? Yeah, you'll be lost. Okay. Yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> I think I've, I think I've seen both, but I saw that one more recently. It's not yeah, bad. It's, it's not a, a bad movie. I never, I never saw that one. I'm old. I'm an old man. I only saw the old '80s one. Have you finished the Hobbits yet? I watched all three Hobbits this weekend. <laughs> uh, I never, I'd never watched ac- those. Yeah. I'd never actually seen all of them, so I sat down and watched all of them. And like as a whole, I'm like, the story's fine i it shouldn't have been nine hours of my life i mean it's probably more like eight and a half hours it's like this is way too long for for this story and the second movie ends in the middle of a fight it's like the (laughs) the credits the credits started rolling and i thought my playback was messed up and i was like i was like that's weird so i rewound it i was like oh no that is the end of the movie you thought you'd done skip chapter right Luckily, I didn't have to wait a year for the next one to come out. Like, I just played the yeah. next movie. But, uh, so it's nice about yeah. binging stuff that's already out. You just don't have yeah. to wait at all. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm halfway through the second one now. I, is The Hobbit a kid's book? Because I feel like the tone is mental. It's completely... Like, there was that bit of the first one where they're underground and the, the, the giant goblin just starts singing. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I, having never seen the first Hobbit, I was like, is this a child's book? Who's this for? I, I think I the think first Hobbit was, yeah where, yeah, where he goes and finds the ring, yeah, and Gollum. Yeah. It, make, it makes I sense. Think that was, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't know that, and it was very when he just erupted into a big musical number. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> but I'm also watching the extended. Was that in the theatrical? Yes, there was. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know if it's longer in the extended, but the Goblin King definitely did sing in the first movie. I don't. I don't Goblin remember King... the dragons doing a dance number in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> weird. The only Goblin King I want to watch is David Bowie. All right. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Good choice. Do, do Do you remember Brian? You're an old man like me. Yes. Uh, when I was young, I remember I used to always see these television commercials for an animated version of The Hobbit. Like, yes, you, could, you yes. had to like buy it. Like, you had to send them like twenty five bucks, and they would send you a VHS tape. Yeah, and Bilbo like, had all these wrinkles and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and they were they. It was like it's. It feels like it was like a time life thing or something to where. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was it was weird because I hadn't thought about that in years, and after I watched the movies, I like I looked up a YouTube video of like the, what it looked like. I was like that's. I feel like I'm. Five years old again. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I don't. I know I wouldn't have gotten it because my. There's no way my parents would have trusted me or trusted. Like we're not gonna spend twenty five dollars to get you one thing. It, it, it wouldn't right. have happened. But yeah, I definitely remember that. Yeah, I, I. I've never seen it. All I ever saw was that commercial that they played every now and then, and then the YouTube video trailer I watched uh, <laughs> yesterday about it. 
uh i should i'm an adult now i could buy that like you I should could find this <laughs> literally nothing stopping you yeah you or it's some probably on, yeah it's yeah. somewhere on the internet you could probably just watch it is there anything that you really w were excited to be an adult for as a child and you've always you've been like waiting to grow up to do it but you haven't done it yet like is there anything that you still want to do from childhood i, I still get plain. oh yeah that's you less, should, guys. You should. Yeah. You should try to do that at some point. I feel like you could take flying lessons in Austin and then eventually learn how to fly. Maybe not like a commercial flight, <laughs> but you know, a little plane. Uh, I'm still, I'm still kind of like blown away by the fact I get to choose the food that I get to buy for my own place and what I get to eat every day and like buy my own clothes and my own stuff and like just ha have income for buying things that i want rather than asking my parents if i can yeah. have something as yeah. a kid like that's still even to this day i've lived away from home for like 16 years it's still weird to me <laughs> i still have the childhood mentalities of stuff though like yeah i can now buy ice cream whenever i want but if i'm just eating ice cream i still stop after like i've eaten like an inch of ice cream and i'd still go I should probably shouldn't have any more. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel my like, parents would have been like, "That's enough." <laughs> yeah. it, it happens at the perfect time where adulthood and like independent, independency. What's the word? Yeah, maybe independence. Yeah, being an independent that like perfectly aligns with you being aware of what food and lack of exercise do to your weight and health. And you're like, "Fuck!" Mm. Like I could now buy anything I want and eat anything I want, but now I'm aware that if I eat all this ice cream, I'll probably gain a ton of weight and look like you know, really unhealthy if I keep going down this road of only eating sweets that I want to do now that I'm independent. <laughs> it's the worst timing. <laughs> I wish we got disposable yeah. income like at age 10 or something like that. <laughs> I, I still like any purchase over $30 makes me nervous. Yeah. Like I, I, I still feel weird about it. Like I shouldn't be spending this much money on anything. It, it, like if it's $5, yes. Like a comic book and, and some candy, that's fine. But anything like, and if it's a hundred dollars, like I'll have to think about it a long time. I, I, like, I still think search. that with the, the price of video games, if it's yes, more than yes. the cost of, well, it, for me, it used to be like 39, 99 pounds. But now if it's like, if it's more than sixty dollars, I always I want to be like, do I really want this? Yes. <laughs> do I really need this? Because I'm this is a game that I'm not gonna buy. It's funny. Yeah. I think of things kind of in the in video game sense as well. Like, no, oh, this is two video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Isn't think of things in like a lose that? yeah, like a Starbucks drink. Like knowing people are willing to spend like five to ten dollars on a single drink sometimes is absurd to me. Oh, and I'm like, God, that's like this new shirt. It's like four Starbucks drinks or something like that or two. Mm -hmm. And some people See, I still didn't really like... start using Starbucks until I was in my you know, mid twenties. So I never really equated that to. Oh, I've only access only started doing it when I was older. Hmm. I think it's because like there was a subscription I wanted to sign up for that was like five or six dollars a month. And I was like, oh, that's expensive. And I was like, I just bought this Starbucks drink for seven fifty. Like, what am I <laughs> prioritizing here? Yeah, I remember there was a, like, when my, me and my friends would go out for a Burger King or something, which was the only fast food anywhere near us. But the one right near us, the, the Whoppers, or like a Whopper meal was like £6.20 because it was like a part of a service station. So we would go way further <laughs> to get a Whopper meal for like five fifty, But we'd have to uh. drive really far away from the one that was right <laughs> yeah. near us. Doesn't seem, doesn't seem like worth doing. 
No. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> she not. used to do it all the time, though. But when when money's tight or all you have is like, you know, when you're a kid and you don't have like, you know, you only have your allowance or whatever. I could I would totally when, do that. Yeah. One your time is worth nothing to you when you're no, a kid. It's like, no, all, that's all you all got the time in the world. And then yeah. it just when, flips the other way. Yeah. One time when I was in high school, I was uh was doing a scavenger hunt with uh, my the, the, that friend who had a broken leg. He it had healed by this point. And uh <laughs> and Frank, uh who has been in some risky stuff that we do, and uh we we were like so we're going to the scavenger hunt and we were leaving from the start of it and we got into like one of my friend's cars and we realized that his car had no gas and none of us had any money so it's like we had to look through the car and in our pockets and we found 70 cents oh and yeah we like we pulled up to a, a gas station and we had to convince frank to go in and tell him we wanted to put 70 cents of gas in the car oh can they God. even dispense that little yeah it could because back then i mean gas was probably like 80 cents a gallon or something, right? So it's like, oh, okay. it was not quite a gallon. So it was almost a gallon <laughs> worth of gas. <laughs> but it's like, none of us wanted to do it. So we were like, Frank, you have to go in and tell them we only want 70 cents worth of gas on this pump. <laughs> you so have to dumb. humiliate yourself in front of this <laughs> bored attendant. Oh, man. College was like that too, I feel like. I, I just remember never having any money like at all to do anything and a friend of mine was like yeah i remember you were so broke i remember you being broke <laughs> oh wow yeah i was like damn that must have been really bad yeah it has to be extreme for someone else to remember because like yeah to of notice. course you'll always remember what financial state you were at different points in your life but for someone else to notice yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like was i wearing a barrel at times? Like, no belt just a rope yeah mm -hmm. did my cardboard shirt give it away i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right right this episode of the Rusty podcast is brought to you by feels do you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or do you have trouble sleeping at least once a week well you're not alone uh, many of us do and to help with those issues now there's feels feels is a premium cbd delivered directly to your doorstep feels naturally helps reduce stress anxiety pain and sleeplessness place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes the thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the effects you're after. Uh, I've tried it out. They even have like a little chart. You can try and see different uh, levels, different amounts uh, for whatever it is that you're looking for. Uh, they work great. And it's all about, finding the right dose is easy thanks to the, all the information that they give you. Uh, if you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels helps you feel your best every day. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash rooster. Get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S.com slash rooster to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken from your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash rooster. Who's to say? Uh, Someone else pointed out in chat too, which is something like I'd never think about, but like going out drinking is so expensive. Like a shot is like 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And like a mixed drink at some bars is like twelve, fifteen dollars, depending on where you're going. It's insane, and like people just blow money going out drinking all and the I time. I still think back to the when I went to Vegas with Dan for New Year's, and he was just ordering every drink on the menu. But then oh he didn't. God. I don't think either it didn't have the prices, or he just wasn't oh, looking because no. he can't read menus anyway. But he was ordering like twenty-five dollar cocktails. Oh god! Like, oh my like god. they were just pints of beer. And then <laughs> I think it was like two hundred dollars worth of drinks that he, that he personally drank. When we went to do that season two premiere of Red versus Blue in New York, uh, I think you went. You attended that, Gavin. 
um i remember the first day we were there for that event uh, i went to the hotel bar uh the hotel we were staying at and i wanted to get a drink before we went out to go do the event and uh it was my first my first time like as an adult really in new york in manhattan so i walk up to the bar and i order a vodka soda and uh i reach into my wallet and i pull out 20 bucks i'm like man i can't i can't begin to imagine how expensive this stupid drink's going to be here in new york yeah and the bartender puts the drink in front of me looks at me and says it's 25 dollars." and i was like oh what the fuck so i like i i pulled out 20 thinking i was going to pay for it tip and get change back and it's like no that's not enough like i have to i had to pull my wallet back out and get more money to pay for the fucking drink that i had just ordered yep. i was so annoyed <laughs> That's so expensive. It's, it, it, this, that was in 2004, dude. Oh, that's <laughs> like There's 50 a time I, now. One of the first bars I went to when I moved to Montreal to go to college in that city, and I was 18 at the time, which is legal drinking age there, by the way, just in case people didn't know. And I remember the first bar I went to, I was like, I'm going to order a Smirnoff ice because that's easy to drink. And I know what that is because I had very little knowledge of alcohol. And they charged me $15 for a bottle of Smirnoff Holy ice. Like shit. it wasn't a mixed cocktail, but it's, it was just one of those like douchey bars that charges yeah, an insane yeah. amount. And I'm like, am I supposed to tip this girl who literally just took the bottle that went, here you go, $15. Like, yeah. oh my fucking Because you're already over budget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have stayed home and bought two six packs. Well, then I learned later on in college that like when you'd go pre-drinking at someone's apartment or house with like right. your friends before going out, I would buy, what is it? Yellowtail, that, that wine brand. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get like the fucking liter of wine for $8 or something yeah. like that. <laughs> just like, I'm just going to drink this. <laughs> Not I the whole the thing, don't worry. the first time I legally bought booze in a pub i guess i just i didn't really know how it worked i'd seen a lot of soap operas like eastenders or something where people just walk up and go i'll have a pint please <laughs> so I, so I, just, I just went up i was like i'll have a pint and the guy was like the guy was like what? pint of what oh and i was like i don't know <laughs> and he was like when you got... reached the limits of my knowledge yeah. and he was like well we got all these and i was like I don't know if I like any of them. Oh but I just, which one do you? <laughs> and it was this. And then I, I felt like I don't think I ordered a booze for like two months out of embarrassment. <laughs> oh my god! I was god. just too scared. And then yeah, I sat with uh, Stella. Was it was an often one I went for, and maybe sometimes a Peroni. What about some mm. Guinness? Or a little Guinness, pint of Guinness. I'm feeling like drinking a, a meal. They do do that in movies a lot, though. Those, oh, I'll have a beer. Because they don't want to say like a brand name or yeah, something. Yeah. And honestly, the moment I finished saying, I'll have a pint, please, I thought, <laughs> wait, how, what, how does this... And then he was like, pint of what? I was like, yeah, that's just in the, that's just on TV, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, they, so like you're talking about how like on TV and movies, they'll just say like a pint, like they don't want to avoid uh, brands. In the most recent season of Cobra Kai, they had like a car company kind of figures prominently in one of the storylines. So they had to make up like a fake car company. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> a it, weird brand. Right. It's yeah. like, so there's like, what would be a fake Japanese car company name? Like, I wonder how long they sat around thinking about what can we call this fictitious car company? Yeah. <laughs> but yes. in the background while they're talking in their dealership, it's like, that's clearly Lexus logos behind you. <laughs> <laughs> that went that went over my head because I know exactly what you're talking about. I just took it like as a, a as a given. It was just some brand I didn't know of. Yeah, yeah, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's like totally totally made up. 
to avoid uh, avoid any problems. Yeah, and if they ever get like weirdly specific, you know somebody paid them to like, I'll have a Pepsi, right. please. Like, no, you wouldn't. Well, no, no well, one what's, orders. What's that. weird about that is, so they made up that car in Cobra Kai season three. <laughs> they made up that car company name, and then like. I think that same episode or maybe the next episode, Daniel's in a bar ordering a drink and there's like a bottle of whiskey that's fronted to camera and it's like the label is very clearly in focus, like right over his shoulder. Like, well, right. obviously that, that, that's planted, right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. There was that scene and what was it, Judge, not Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, where they have a whole scene where they go to Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that? They're like, oh, mm-hmm. let's all go to Taco Bell. It's a big deal. Yeah. I think there's two things everyone remembers about Demolition Man. It's Taco Bell and the seashells. Like, that's it. Yeah, the seashells. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes with the blonde the blonde hair. I yeah, think I mentioned true. this uh, a couple weeks ago, but I've been watching the shit out of Survivor. Brian, have you ever seen Survivor? I think I saw the first one. Yes, okay, but so I, you're not I'm a aware. More of so a they... flavor of love guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has their own reality shows that they like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I did not realize until recently how much goddamn product placement there is on that show. Like we were watching an episode the other day and they're like, all right, this is the reward challenge. And the reward today is going to be you get to spend the day at the 7-Up Lounge. They're going to have <laughs> bottles of crisp, delicious 7-Up. <laughs> and like before the challenge, too, he's like, you guys all want to taste and like, you know, took out the bottle of 7-Up and it looked all beautiful and handed it to them. They each took a sip and all that stuff. <laughs> And then, it's like, delicious. when they won, they're all just, like, basking their logos everywhere. And it's, like, it's so in your face, but you don't, I don't even know if you really think about it all that much anymore. Yeah. Or back in, then, at least. Subtle. In, like I said, I've been re-watching some of the early seasons of Survivor. I'm sorry, of Amazing Race. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I was getting in, really uh, excited. No, no. In, in the first season of The Amazing Race, there's, like, none of that, right? Let's, uh, I guess, like, it was a new show. No one knew it was going to be popular. There's none of that. Then by season two, immediately, they're, like, you now you've won this prize. You've won a trip provided by American Airlines, or you've won a Kodak Easy Share digital camera. You get to enjoy it after the race. Like immediately, they go from zero to like all out. Like as soon yeah, as everyone everything. knew that it was going to yeah. be a popular show, yeah. like every advertiser was on board. It's also yeah, just to keep the production afloat. Like you almost need those product placements or just brand yeah. sponsorships to keep. Yeah, it going. I, I mean I've got no problem with it, but it was funny because in one season. Like they had been giving away so many Kodak Easy Share digital cameras. I fucking remember it now. That like one of the challenges they had to like take a picture with the Kodak Easy Share digital camera, <laughs> and then they had to like use the Kodak printer and like put the camera on the printer and print a photo. But one of the teams couldn't figure it out, and they were like, "This is so hard." And I was like, "I wonder how happy Kodak was with yeah. this." Like, they're, they're, they're struggling with notes. it. Like, yeah, we can't yeah. figure out how to make it print. <laughs> like it's not working. Or if they had to <laughs> cut so much of them, being like, "This fucking piece of shit." God God damn, this thing doesn't work. Who Easy can- share my ass. Yeah. Banging <laughs> the camera. Is that what was easy about it then? You just plop the camera on top of the printer and it prints? Is that what was like, easily frustrating? Like, I guess. That must have been it. Mm. That, that's what they did in their challenge. I don't remember what Kodak Easy Share Digital Cameras did back in 2004. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever noticed like on abc shows like the family sitcom there's always an episode where they go to disney world like always oh it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's like family matters or whatever i think they did it in blackish too they, there's a whole there's always one episode and they all go and have a great time and that's like the whole point of the show they're just having a great time Wait, which which transformers movie was it where they stopped the movie to have a mercedes commercial <laughs> <laughs> He's like looking up a car and then they get up the webpage. He's like, oh, this is like a hundred thousand dollar car. It's like spinning around. It's just like showing all the features of this car. Oh, and yeah. And I guess in the plot, you're like, 
you, you start off and you're, you're on board. You're like, oh, yeah, they need to find out this car. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. well, now they're just saying nice things about the car. Now All of a sudden, his voice is a different voice, and it's like, the new Mercedes is available. <laughs> Wait, now there's a 1-800 number on the bottom of the screen. This feels... It was in, there's a, what is it, in Rainbow Six Vegas, that also happens, where it's like, we are going into, like, one of the levels. You can, you can, like, shoot all the cars, except for one car that's, like, in the spotlight. It's some Dodge vehicle. It's like a, God, what was it? Uh, yeah, I think there was, oh, no, there, I'm there's... thinking of um, Splinter Cell had the big blimp. That had airwaves like the uh, the chewing gum, but then that's a I think that's just a UK gum, so maybe that was a different blimp for different. Did you have airwaves gum here? No, I don't no. know what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is either. Hmm. I think it was Splinter Cell. I'll try and find the picture. They put a Mercedes in Mario Kart. It's it's oh, one yeah. of the cars you're gonna. And it's so oh, out yeah. of place. Like it's so <laughs> out. Of, it's like you can ride a little caterpillar or the new Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Two thousand twenty. Mario only drives German cars because he <laughs> loves to reminisce about World War Two. Yeah, it's like let's pump the brakes on this German <laughs> yeah. Japan you got, like, team up here. Ger- German Japan Italy. <laughs> yeah. I just love the idea of having like a bubble car, a caterpillar, and a Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> And an Audi 5000. Yeah. <laughs> and a bicycle. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I found it... the picture that I was looking for. I, I, don't, I still don't know what game it is, but this was the... Uh, you can see it, the blimp. Oh, yeah. Oh, Airwaves. Yeah. yeah. Wrigley's Airwaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wrigley's. We have that here. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe not the Airwaves part. Mm-mm. People we are saying that they... Airwaves here. The car displayed in Rainbow Six Vegas was the Dodge Magnum. Thank you. I was not crazy. Uh, and then in chat, Sean Herring says it's five gum. Is Airwaves the same as five gum here? We're getting a good old shrug from Gavin. <laughs> I mean, I've had both. I didn't know if they're the same thing. What does it? Is it? I mean, this is a dumb question. I was going to ask, what does it look like? But all gum essentially <laughs> looks the same. It's a long strip of green or blue. <laughs> uh, or pink if you're a fucking baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is airwaves. You know what I didn't think about? I haven't chewed gum in probably a year at this point. Because I would chew gum if I was like on an airplane or like at a convention or something and I wanted my breath yeah. to smell okay. But like. I haven't chewed gum well, ever since it started. It's like a double-edged sword, right? <laughs> One, you don't see anybody. Two, you're wearing a mask, so even if you saw anybody, they wouldn't be able to smell your terrible yeah, exactly. breath. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just I, me. I, it's just I going have, back in. Yeah. I have chewed gum a few times just because when I put a mask on, I don't want to smell my own coffee breath. Like, mm. <laughs> that's that's the enough. only that's time it's idea. come up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. But if you're always at home, you can just brush your teeth all the time. Yeah, or I could just chew gum. You know what's... <laughs> Something that you guys will never experience, which I have to experience with all my masks. I still wear makeup. If I go out, I'll wear like, you know, foundation. Sometimes I'll put on like lip gloss or whatever, even though I'm wearing a mask. And then all my masks, because they're white inside, have like, it looks like my lower half of my face has been imprinted onto the mask because it's just, it's makeup and then like Mm. a little lip stain of where my lipstick was. And so it just looks like the back of a face. Does it not come out in the wash? It does. I, I only wash them like once a week. So like when I take uh, it off, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Do you wash so, yours every time? No, I take mine off and then I lick the outside of them. <clears throat> that's and a good plan that too. That usually just cleans off and they're ready to go again. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, a, not, I've got a bunch of them. I use a, a new one 
every time I need one. So uh, they immediately I use it, then it get gets washed. Yeah, that's like things things I didn't own at the start of last year. Right. About thirty fucking masks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you feel I'm, I'm not going to stop using them though? Oh, like, me neither. Even after the vaccine, like I'm going to be like the people in Japan and China now. Yeah. I feel like that's just what I, that's how I want to be from now I, on. I kind of like it. I'm yeah, like, me too. I like wearing the mask. I don't. I haven't I mean, caught a cold this year. It's great. Yeah, I know, plus I mean, you're also not seeing people, so that makes it easier. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, too. I don't understand the people who don't want to wear them. Like, oh hell yeah, I'm all about this. I want to wear it all the time. You know, it's also oh, yeah. great that I'm only realizing now that it's January and it's getting colder out. It is so fucking nice and warm to have a mask over the lower part of your face. Like, I wish I knew about that when I lived in Canada because it would have been so much more comfortable to be outside having this part covered. Well, mm-hmm. it, you you wear you're wearing a beanie. It's the same concept, really. Yeah. So you can just put a beanie over your face. No, I mean like the idea that putting something over that body part keeps it warm. I, no, but I, I, I mean scarf, like. But. <laughs> yeah, like I mean like I, I didn't own a mask years ago to wear like that, and like now that I've experienced wearing that in the winter time, I wish I could go back in time and give myself a mask like that, so I could have worn that outside and been comfortable. Yeah, or, or mm-hmm. a scarf. Yeah, but like the scarf, it's like wrapped around there. It's bulky. Like or it's all like up in your, it's all up in your grill. Balaclava. You're grappling with it, you know. <laughs> in, I feel like balaclavas on. and ski masks have a bad rap. I think they're oh, great. Oh yeah, yeah. I I felt strange the other day. I had to go uh, to a convenience store because I needed to buy something, and I was paying for my purchase, and of course I had a mask on. And uh, like I'm, I'm fin- I was the only person in the store. I'm, I'm like finishing my transaction, buying my stuff, and I heard the door open, and the door was to my left. So I turned to my left to look uh, at to see who's walking in, and it's two police officers. And I felt really guilty wearing a mask, like standing at the cash register. Like, are they going to think that I'm robbing the place? <laughs> and I was like, no, wait, the, you know, they've got their masks on. Like, no, no, that's just the reality we live in now. Yep. I have a lot of people saying, like, what about a scarf? Like. Let me put it this way. The mask, like, fits to your face. It's all, like, nicely tight and everything, like, around the part that really matters. Would you rather wear a jacket or would you rather wrap a scarf or piece of fabric around your top saying, part of your body? If it's cold enough where your mouth is cold, just pop a scarf around it. I would, but it would be annoying. It would fall down. It would, like, I'd have to hold it. Like, it doesn't just stay up by itself. You're and the, also everybody else Canadian ever. It's annoying, okay. <laughs> lots and lots of winter clothes are not fun to deal with on a daily basis. I get that. It's co- yeah, it's convenient. I just it wasn't the revelation to me that <laughs> having something here makes you warmer. Well, I just I know it's something covering a piece of your body <laughs> makes that piece of your body warmer. I know that, Kevin. <laughs> but nobody owned like fabric masks like that at that time. It wasn't even really a concept. Yeah, they weren't a know? thing. Yeah. It's also oh. weird in the winter, like your the rest of your body gets so much. You get gloves, you get like a jacket, you get scarves, you get a hat, maybe a mask, maybe something around your face. But your legs, you're just like, ah, jeans are fine. They're, they're fine for you, just <laughs> like the rest of the year. These things that's like a lot of your air. body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your jeans are fine. You, you'll be fine. Yeah, that is weird. Jeans are, jeans are awesome. I guess you can wear Awful. like thermal underwear, but... I guess so, got- but... Yeah, feel weird. That would be too much, though. It would, but, it, like, yeah. yeah, normally that's like something you picture someone like 
trekking out to the Arctic has. Like, right. You know, exactly. Nobody here in Central Texas has fucking that thermal kicks it underwear. up a level. That's like dog sledding yeah. gear. Yeah, not just walking around. You're just like find your jinx. Well, did you ever go like skiing or snowboarding as a kid? Um. Yeah, that's adult? true. And you wear that bib over it. Yeah, that's true. You, that like. Wait, that, what? You are a bib. Well, like a ski bib have you not heard that it's like it's basically big overalls that you wear over oh, and then no. you and then you put your skiing. ski jacket over oh yeah it's nice oh it's it's like um yeah it's just essentially pants with suspenders essentially yes exactly yeah uh, oh. they hold up your snow pants is what we call them okay and then you put right. your jacket on Fair and play. then i mean d does it work if you spill food down them as well is it also a bib yeah, yeah, they're totally. waterproof. Yep, mm -hmm. even <laughs> better than a bib, really. Yeah. <laughs> you can get your whole oh, yeah. dirty. I, I only ever went skiing once, and I was an adult by the time I did it. Actually, I take it back; I've done it twice. Uh, but I think the first time I went, I was twenty-six years old. So I like I never got to. Like, I mean, I lived in South Texas my whole life growing up, so never saw snow until I was much, much older as an Thomas adult. Weird. Wanting to go skiing. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the first time I ever went skiing, it's because it was the first time I'd ever gone to Australia and, uh, someone just invited us to go, like we, we were in Melbourne and someone invited us to go to Mount Buller, which I guess is a couple hours drive away to go skiing. And I was like, sure, why not? I'm on the other side of the world. I'll, I'll do opposite things and anything I've ever done before. So, uh, <laughs> Jeff and I got in the car with a stranger and went skiing. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the water goes a different direction down the drain. I'm gonna go fucking skiing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you eat shit? Oh, constantly. I'm terrible at skiing. I can't. I can't do that at all. I, I ate so much snow. I gave up after a while. There is definitely nothing <laughs> uh, very graceful about being in ski gear because you're literally, as Brian said, you have like these snow pants, jacket, like you're layered up like crazy. You probably yeah. have long underwear on, and then the worst part is the ski boots that are so bulky and like you have to essentially walk like a baby in them. And then like yeah. you put, you get the skis on and then like, now I could only be lifted up, up this hill and go down it. And then I immediately need to take them off to do anything. Yeah, I need a mechanical chair to get up this mountain because <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, I feel like the little brother in a Christmas story. When I all that <laughs> stuff your arms on, down. I'm just, yeah, exactly. Or Maggie and, in her little star snowsuit. Yeah. And now I'm going to do something kind of athletic. You're like, yes, this is going to go great. <laughs> I feel like I just missed the window on skiing. I think I'm too old to go skiing for the first time. Hell I no. Like Really? I feel like I'd just be so crap. That's why you Maybe. start on small hills. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the little kids. They, they color code them too. Like the greens are easy and then blue is like medium. And if it's black, like black diamonds, you got to stay away from that. That's really hard. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> okay. uh, you'll go flying. Down yeah. <laughs> but it does help to start. Yeah, if you're a kid when you're like fearless and you like don't care if you wipe out and you can just sort of, you know, you're fine with going fast because when you're an adult, you're like, that's going to at least tear an ACL. I you. will say though, like going <laughs> downhill while you're skiing is some of the best adrenaline you will experience yes. in life. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes. Yes, totally. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, maybe I miss I'll give it. it a go. Next there's year. Good, there's good skiing in America, right? What's the best yeah. place to do it? Colorado, New Mexico, some places. Yeah, up north, I think. I think there was there was someone in chat. Who was it that was commenting on us? Maybe Vermont. Who was it? Was it like, what's, what's this person's username? Vermonster802. Uh, nice. Said, listening to people in Texas talk about snow is killing me. 
So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that they're from Vermont. So they probably have skiing up there as well. We don't I'm know. I'm also anything from about it. Canada. I'm not from Texas. I currently <laughs> live in Texas though, so maybe that's what they're getting at. <laughs> no, if we see snow, everything's shut down. You close down school for the day. Yeah, yeah we it. don't we don't know how to act. I think it's because yeah. I mean the roads and the cars and the systems in the city in Texas in general aren't prepared for snow. No. So they don't no. have salt trucks. They don't have like anything that would be able to give people safety in traveling to some place. So I think that's ultimately why they closed down yeah. schools and when, whatnot. In back in January of 97, I was living in Houston because I was going to, to college down there. And they had to close downtown Houston because it had rained a lot and then immediately frozen. Oh, so all yeah. of the tall buildings in Houston were covered in ice. And then <laughs> when it started defrosting, like giant chunks of ice started falling off of all the skyscrapers and That's... smashing cars uh, in oh, downtown shit. Houston. Badass. <laughs> so like, they, had to, they had to close it and tell people don't go to downtown Houston because you might get killed by falling ice. Holy That's shit. terrifying. That's hardcore. Fucking <laughs> rules. Did anybody get hurt? Do you know? If there uh, were any, I don't like, remember anybody getting injuries? hurt. I think like I think they saw that this was about to happen, and they were right, like, "Hey, right. don't anybody go down there for a day or two. It's going to be really bad." Yeah, there are yeah. daggers falling from the sky. You might want to stay home. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was just talking about this uh, with I think it was Blaine and John today. I was telling them about the snowstorm or the uh, sorry ice storm we had in 1997 in uh, Ottawa and, and Quebec as well where we literally had an ice storm that coated the entire city in like a two to three inch layer of ice. So like all the trees, the branches, the power lines, buildings, like everything was just ice. So it was not snow, it was ice? Ice. Everything was just ice. It was the weirdest thing, but it made for a really fun backyard. (laughs) Just slipping around there. That was insane. Ice, uh, yeah, I mean, snow and ice are like, ice is a whole other fucking ordeal you got to deal with. It's terrible. It's the fucking yeah. worst. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, and I think it's about time to wrap this up. So I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. I want to thank uh, Gavin, uh, Barbara, and uh, Brian for all being here. Oh, wow. Gus, thank yeah. you for being here. Thanks for yeah. having us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.